hello and welcome to yep. this. What? Yep. <laughs> what is that? Huh? Why do you say that? Interrupting. Oh, okay. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of. Say what you mean. Say what you mean. I'm Jeff. I'm Jake. Why did you do that? It's it's in the spirit of interrupting. Who? Oh, okay. <laughs> I know where you're going. I gotcha. We're just, well, uh, just no more civil discourse. We just interrupt each other. Oh, now. okay. And yell over each other. And yell over each other. Um, Wrong. I'm Jeff. I, I am Jake. Jake, I am. Jake, I am. And you brought a guest. I brought a guest. It's my sister. It's your sister. It's your sister. It's my sister. <laughs> um, go ahead and say hi, Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. This, this is my sister, Sarah. Oh, Harrison. And Harrison's saying he's here, too. <laughs> yep. um, Don't forget about Harrison. No, definitely can't forget about Harrison. The uh, yeah, so my sister, she lived in Colorado. She's basically my best friend. Uh, she's here visiting, um, so she flew in last night. And then I was like, "Hey, be cool to have Sarah on the podcast." And then, so now she's here. Here I am, dude. You got all your family. You got more family now now than I than I have had on the show. Family. Your dad was on. Oh yeah, dad was on. on. Oh, that's right. But that was kind of like. I mean, it counts. It counts. It yeah, counts. that's true. And um, you've had Alex. You've had Alex. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess don't want C- anyone else on here. I guess kind of like <laughs> oh, CJ C- CJ's. Sorry, yeah, CJ, CJ counts. Sorry, I was gonna buddy. say, goodness, sorry, don't forget CJ. about CJ. Um. So yeah, here we are, Thursday, October first. It is October first. We are a month and two days away from. Oh God. From election day. Yeah, I think it said like 35 days till election. And I was like, what? How? I know. Isn't it crazy? It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go well. Did you catch any of the debate? I watched the whole damn thing. Oh, Did you watch it? Are you into this stuff? Um, yes. No, you're not. Well, a little bit. Okay. But I did not watch the debate. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you didn't miss much. Yeah. I saw the memes. Dude, so. I heard I had to watch it because <laughs> of the memes. Yeah. <laughs> so that motivated me. A lot a of more. old men arguing memes. Yeah, I saw one of like Grandpa Simpson, like two of them yes. like yelling at each other. <laughs> old man one. fights another old man. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'll just say this. You know, everybody was like, it was a train wreck. It was so bad. So I'm like going into this like, expecting a train wreck. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. That's exactly what I expected. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, it's the worst thing ever. And I'm like, I mean, not really. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say that it like I think you said this to mm-hmm. me earlier. You're like, look, it, it, what I can't remember what you said, but it's like it's not that it wasn't was it wasn't disappointing, but it's exactly what I expected. Mm-hmm. Like it bummed me out that he's a piece of shit. Yeah. But we, I knew that. Mm hmm. You know, yeah, I, I wasn't know. shocked by how it turned out, but it doesn't mean that I wasn't appalled by right, what right. I saw. Also, if there is someone in the middle ground not making a decision, like, what do you think when you watch that? Yeah. So that, was, that was the question I was thinking. Like, if you're an undecided voter at this point, like, what are you deciding between? Like, I don't know, man. And CJ, yeah. I, I don't know if I told you this. Um, you should watch it or if you haven't watched it, but maybe watch. Have you watched clips? I haven't. Oh, okay. Yeah. But there's there's a really interesting thing that CJ presented where it was like, pay attention to how how often the candidates talk directly to the American people mm-hmm. versus when they talk to each other. And Joe was like directly addressing the American people over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And Trump just was turning and yelling at the moderator and yelling at Joe. And it's like, 
I don't know, man. I feel like Joe did such a good job of handling himself in the situation mm-hmm. as well as he could have. Um, but I don't know, dude. It, it, he's not as fast as he once was. No. He, he's not as quick. There was a time when he would have he would have been a lot more effective against Trump than I think he was. But that being said, yeah, he did as good of a job as he could. There's only so much you can do when you're getting constantly interrupted. Yeah. Yeah, they um, he Trump does this thing where he he try you're asked a question and then he'll just say things to try to divert you mm-hmm. into talking about what he just said. Mm-hmm. And Joe did such a good job of just kind of laughing at him and continuing. He got baited a few times, right? Yeah, but I can't remember what the topic was, but there was one time where Trump was asked a question and Biden said, oh, yeah, what about this? And Trump just turned and looked at him and just started going off about the one thing that Biden said. Mm-hmm. And Biden was laughing because he got him. Yeah. He got him. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, dude. But I, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but did uh-huh. I not <laughs> did I not call kind of what happened? Like the juxtaposition yeah. between the you professionalness did. of Biden and just the buffoonery of Trump yeah. was so apparent. But one thing I'm kind of disappointed of is like there's the, there's like those kind of the people who are like kind of like they kind of low key support Trump uh-huh. drawing. Okay, they talk about well both both candidates were interrupted. Like there's all this interrupting and it was this really unprofessional. Yeah. Yes, is really this yeah. unprofessional um, environment. And I was like, what are you watching? Yeah. One guy was incredibly unprofessional. I don't know what you're talking about. Like trying to draw this like false equivalency yeah and draw yeah. and then um it just makes zero sense to me. this makes zero sense to me it's like well we're going to be fair and say this was a shit show but it's a shit show on both sides yeah okay no one side yeah. made it a shit show yeah stop i, I it stopped that fault that uh relativity that mm-hmm. false relativity that right. that they're trying to they're trying to make the saying well both sides were bad well no 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 you you can't watch that and accurately accurately come to that conclusion that both sides were equal in their in the in making it unprofessional right and i think that that's what i meant when people were saying like oh it was the worst thing ever it's like uh, you know jen was texting me like this is this is bad and i'm like like both are bad or trump's bad and so when i watched it that's why i was expecting both of them to just be and it it wasn't Mm -hmm. like you said biden was super professional and like he was silent Mm-hmm. During Trump's time to speak, yeah, and there then, was multiple times in the beginning where I was getting really mad at Chris Wallace because Wallace, Trump would Trump would interrupt, 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 interrupt to the point where Biden couldn't even get a word mm-hmm. out, and then Wallace, instead of letting Biden finally finish his thought, yeah, he moved would on. then would turn to Trump and let Trump, oh yeah, would then turn to Trump and let Trump have the floor, yeah, it's like Trump Trump talked for like probably twenty five of the first like thirty yeah. minutes of that debate. It was really annoying. Yeah, there's two things that I, I mean, that I that really I wanted to discuss about this. Sorry, we're getting into this. No, you're okay. totally fine. Um, yeah, you can let us know what you think about these things as okay. well. I mean, you didn't watch it, but I'll try to explain the things enough that we all understand what happened. But he, there was the one. Okay, everybody talks about. It. I'm sure you've heard about the not deny or not. Um, not denying, but um, condemning white mm-hmm. supremacy. Yeah. What an amazing moment. <laughs> so they ask him to condemn white white supremacy. My favorite thing is Joe going, do it. Go ahead, do it. Do it. Do it. 
<laughs> just on the side mm-hmm. going, do it, do it. And he didn't do it. No, he wouldn't do it because he, he can't. still hasn't done it. He can't. He won't say white supremacy. He won't say those words. It, what? Uh, he won't say it because mm-hmm. like 24 hours later, he was out outside the helicopter. Yeah. And they're like, hey, can you denounce white supremacy? And he's like, I denounce uh, anybody who's uh, extreme in any way like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> he won't say white supremacy. No, dude. he won't. Um, which is funny because they... Uh, the side that continues to support him went after Obama all the time for not saying Islamic extremism. Right. And now their guy won't say white supremacy. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's all, it's, it's all relative, right? All forms of extremism are relative. No, no, they're not. One is a significant threat to our way of life. The other one doesn't really threaten our way of life. Like Islamic extremism has a periphery like mm-hmm. threat mm-hmm. to America, but in terms of what it can, in terms of like actual, actual like internal threats to our safety and security, white supremacy and extremism at home is far more yeah. of a threat anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, it, and it's funny because he was, he was, uh, one of the defenses of him not saying it on the debate stage. There's a defense. Was, there's a defense in saying that he tried to, but Wallace kept asking him questions and didn't give him a chance to actually. That's not true. It's not. That's it's not, not true. but I mean, we're talking about the Trump campaign here. They will spin anything. But okay, then that's fine then. But then say it after the debate. You've had, he's had plenty of airtime right, to right. then come out and say it. Like, I didn't get a, ch- I didn't get a chance. It's just, it's typical Trump campaign when their guy doesn't do well, which is always <laughs> argue balls and strikes, argue process. I have a conspiracy theory too. Of course you do. You always have a conspiracy <laughs> of theory. Of course. I love conspiracy theories. Do you? I do. Good. This is a good one. Um, but the one, uh, the one other thing I wanted to say about the debate that it, it genuinely pissed me off. Okay. Pissed me off. I was I I text the boys like Mike and Matt and CJ and I'm like, why the fuck are they asking him that? Chris Wallace asked Biden why he didn't call any of the uh, oh elected yeah, officials that was a stupid qu- or stupid people in question. the government in Portland. And Biden I thought did a good job asking. Dude, I was like, it. I was like, please answer this right. Mm-hmm. And because I think that's an important question, and for him to, it's important. It's an important answer that mm-hmm. he needed. And he's just like, I'm not in public office. Like, it's not. He's the president. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Okay. And Wallace's clarification was stupid. He was just. He was just like, well, um, you are running for office. Yeah. Wouldn't you think calling them and so you can form like you know you can form some sort of policy or coordinate with them. And, right. and Biden's like, what am I going to coordinate? Yeah. Yeah. I have no power. That was a shitty question. Yeah, it pissed yeah. me off. Um, and I felt like it was intended to kind of make him look a little bad. Like, mm-hmm. you're not doing anything. It's like... To what? throw him off. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Or something. I, I, it just, it, it pissed me off. Yeah. And there was a lot of moments like that, I think, where I was just like, why are you... At? And like you said, Trump was treating Biden as the incumbent, but... And, you know, and I asked CJ about that, and CJ had a good point. He's like, that's because everything that's gone wrong is because of the administration before Trump. Mm-hmm. So blaming Biden as the incumbent is the tactic. Yeah. Well, it, it's definitely because he's running. A, Trump is is running against Obama as much as he's running against yeah, Biden. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's a good point by CJ. Um, but it, it was interesting seeing a guy who's currently in power punching up. Yeah. 
to his challenger. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, conspiracy theory. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Trump, like you said, never does well. So there's always got to be a reason for this. And we all know that Biden is like melting and he's can't form any words. And mm-hmm. they just uh, keep him in his basement until they wake him up. Right. Yeah. Um, the dude literally struggled with a stutter his whole life. So you guys are all making fun of someone with a speech impediment tight. Like mm-hmm. that's so annoying. Like you guys are, there's the worst people in the world. Um, so Biden hashtag Biden wired. Look it up. So I looked it up. CJ told me about this. <laughs> I love, I love it. Um, so it's, it's bullshit, mm-hmm. but it's, <laughs> he was wired the whole time. There's a wire up his shirt and into his ear and he's got a little button on his on his sleeve so that he can activate the voices that are telling him what to say. The there's a, that's a QAnon conspiracy. Is and, it? And apparently the Trump campaign uh, wanted Biden's ears checked. Really? Prior to this oh hasn't gosh. been this hasn't been confirmed. Uh-huh. But there's there was a leak that prior to the uh, prior to the debate, the Trump campaign wanted Biden's ears checked. To make sure he wasn't getting transmitted questions. So, That's crazy. The this the the videos that you're seeing on Twitter is Biden standing there and he's adjusting his shirt, like tucking it into his jacket, and then they like pause it and it's like kind of like this, mm-hmm. and they zoom in and they're like wire. But then somebody posted a picture of it. It's just a crease in his white shirt. Yeah. Dude, it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> you know. But I love. That's one thing I wanted to say is like everybody talking about Biden and how he's just like he can't form sentences and he can't do this and that. Watch that whole debate, dude. Mm-hmm. The only time he stutters and gets messed up is when this asshole is yelling over him the whole mm-hmm. time, interrupting him and yeah. everything, and throws him off. There, like there's one point where he's like, the first thing is this, and then he's like, the second thing is, and then he gets interrupted, and he goes, and thirdly, and then Trump just goes, oh no, you're on your second. It's he's like such a child. You just interrupted him, dude. Mm-hmm. He's afraid. No, because he is afraid. You go to five thirty eight, and it doesn't look good for him. He's afraid. He's he is underwater. It he's underwater in basically every battleground state. Really? Yeah. He's even even in Georgia. I can't. I can't. I Not don't. that I think he'll lose Georgia, but the fact that that elect that that state's even close is a ama- is insane. Really? Yeah. I see. You know, I'm so fortunate to know a lot of Trump supporters and have conversations with them about their interpretation of that. Mm-hmm. And that night, I'm like, I I said it on purpose. A Trump supporter walks into the room. I'm like, damn, your boy's getting his ass beat right now. I'm not watching it, mm-hmm. but I know Biden is giving thoughtful, genuine, and important answers, and Trump isn't. Mm-hmm. So I know that I can say that with confidence that he's beating Trump's ass. <laughs> and he's like, no, are you even listening? Trump's winning. I go, why? Because he's yelling over him the whole time? How's that winning? And he's like, that's what he does. I'm like, that's not that's not winning, dude. It's winning in Trump world. I don't know. That's like the louder you get, the more accurate you are. That doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, I wish that was true. <laughs> I wish that was true. We'd just be yelled at in college. Our professors just screaming at us. <laughs> <laughs> All oh. right. So, Sarah, you're from Colorado. Yes. What is, uh, is that Colorado's going to be a much more important state in this election than mm-hmm. Washington is. Washington's one of the most solidly blue states. Yeah. So it's pretty much for sure going to go towards Biden. 
What's the what's the what do you what do you see on the ground in Colorado? That's a great is there a lot of that. is there a lot of Trump support in Colorado? So it's it's weird. Colorado to me is a lot like the Northwest, where um, there are areas that are very um, anti-Trump. Um, kind of like I mean, there's areas of Colorado Springs, um, mm. areas of Denver, areas of Manitou Springs. Um, that are very anti-Trump, but then there are, you know, I see a lot of, um, motorcycle like groups Mm. that they'll do regular runs up and down I-25 of supporting Trump and he, (laughs) like all of like their flags and like jackets and like all stuff. And then they'll have like cars behind and in front of them and, so it's wow. it's kind of hard. I feel like it's split. Like I've seen both. I've seen people who and same with like at my at my work, there are people who, you know, they're they're split. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's kind of both. I can't see either one being more prominent than mm. the other in Colorado. Mm. So it's it's pretty split, honestly. That's interesting. Are you seeing Biden flags? No. <laughs> right? We've yeah. talked about that no a little bit. Biden fl- no Biden stuff at all. Outward representation no. of Biden in the obnoxious way that we see Trump all well, the time. Well, I just There's a couple I think, stickers, but that's right, it. Right. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that this whole flag phenomenon with mm-hmm. a person's name mm-hmm. on it mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. new and, and unique yeah. in our history. Yeah. Like, even with Obama. You know, there wasn't this amount of cultish right. following of mm-hmm. President Obama. There was a lot of, there were a lot of, um, like, you would, there were a lot of, um, there was a very, I guess, uh, kind of culture around voting for Obama. There was a lot of, like, you know, there were, there were, like, Obama figurines and Obama. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. There was, like, a lot of little, like, knickknacks and shit that you could buy. Mm-hmm. And that was very different. There was, like, this real social media. There was a lot of big social media presence. He was yeah. very popular amongst young people. So there really was kind of, like, a um, like a pop culture sensation around mm. candidate Obama when he was running. Right. Um, but this, this level of just... This level that Trump that we see with Trump is, is just, it's, it's, weird, uh, it's unprecedented. It's incredibly weird. And I have a bunch of Trump stuff that a Trump supporter gives me. I don't know where it's at right now, but I have quite a bit of Trump, Trump gear. And I, and I don't <laughs> know how you, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about this, you know, Sarah, especially, but I mean, I wasn't particularly excited about voting for Hillary Clinton, but I did it. I was right? talking about that yesterday. Yeah, but I did I'm, it too. I'm much more excited about voting for Biden yeah. because I think he won. He's a more likable person. But I'm not going to go and put his. I'm not even going to put a sticker of his on my, on my car. Right. So I mean, I, I don't know. Is that indicative of how the election is going to go, or is that just? That's what I've been wondering. I dude. don't know. Like, what do you th- like? What do you think, Sarah? Do you think that? Uh, you think that Trump can still can still win? I don't know. I I feel like the people who do support Trump are so adamant about him. Like they they don't see um, like the things that are right in front of them that are obvious that he's doing wrong. Cause they just blindly follow him. Not speaking for all of them, but I feel like a right. majority. Um, so, you know, I don't know. You would think that the majority of the people watching the debate would see how he's acting and be like, that's not, that's not a representation of a good leader and maybe try looking into more, 
things about Biden, but honestly, I feel like people are so stubborn mm-hmm. and I feel like they're set in their ways. And I feel like, I don't know, I'm scared for the election. Right. Honestly, Me too. I really am. Well, <clears throat> one thing I was thinking about like being in Colorado, cause you know, you're from here yeah, <clears throat> and your family lives here. And so, you know, very much like what the demographic is kind of like you said, it, Colorado's the same way. So when I'm here, I'm thinking like, I see this outward representation of Trump and I'm like, wait, are we screwed? Yeah. <laughs> and right. Then, so I, that's why I, I think the Colorado question is so interesting because like you said, it's very split in the same way. You see this outward representation of Trump, the people riding down the highway, Trump, Trump, Trump. You're like, you start feeling comfortable. You see the polls, you see mm-hmm. Biden doing well. And then you're like, hold on. Mm-hmm. Is this everyone? Yeah. Yeah. And like I said last week, my parents like drove on a vacation through Wyoming and through all like these Eastern, like middle, middle States, Western, you know, Western yeah. middle States. And Trump was everywhere yeah. outward expressed. Mm-hmm. And then my mom was like, Oh my God, is he going to win? So it's just, I don't know if it's just the outward expression or if you know what I mean? I, I think it's, I think, it, okay. So I think the outward expression gives a, this, this is me being optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> is that I think the outward expression um, gives a, a disproportionate yeah, I think view so. yeah. of his actual overall support because every single person who's a Trump supporter lets it be known. Right. right, they, right. Yeah. They're, they call themselves the silent minority, like silent majority. Mm-hmm. There's nothing silent about them and they're definitely yeah. not the majority. Yeah. But they appear that way because one, they've insulated themselves into their own little like enclaves. Right. They only really interact with each other. Like look at Proud Boy rallies, right? It's, it's all the same people in lockstep together. Yeah. And the... And I don't, one, secondly, I don't know how, I don't know, it's going to take all of them voting in order yeah and i don't know how active they are actually about voting right i mean it's one thing to go wave flags it's another thing to actually vote so because supposedly i mean for whatever reason voting is really hard for like 100 million americans which is just (laughs) i don't understand it's it's especially voting by mail in washington like there's no excuse to not vote uh but i don't know i so I think what we and I think it, when it it's also population density mm-hmm. too oh, is that when you're driving through rural Wyoming and yeah you may see five Trump flags right but there's only five people in like a hundred <laughs> yeah. like a hundred mile radius yeah. you're like oh my god they're everywhere but it's like it's five people it's five people yeah so I, I and then you get into like I'm going to assume probably Colorado Springs and Denver being like the main population centers in Colorado right. mm-hmm. you've got a lot more people than you do in rural Colorado and if and so you're going to have more support for Biden. Right, but you just you just don't see it because of the po- it just it looks skewed because of the population density. Right, that's a good point. Right. Anyway, that's just one thing I was thinking about. Yeah. Well, and the Trump supporters, I feel like, are just like outwardly just loud about it. They mm-hmm. o- they have been for the entire time that he's been a president, um, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like people who are supporting Biden just don't feel that need right. to just you know shove it down everybody's throats like how they feel and who they're voting for so but is that because he's president now trump is that's what i wonder because Mm -hmm. i feel like you know it's it's going you're no like you know how conversations go with trump supporters Mm -hmm. so you know that like i'm just not even going to say my opinion i'm just gonna i'm gonna speak how i feel through my vote you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know 
Um, Trump supporters feel like they have to convert you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, that's a great point. <laughs> and to me, that is in, indicative mm-hmm. of the fact that they know that they're in the minority. Oh. Because I don't really feel sense. I don't yeah. really feel the need to like, you know, go out and profess my love for Biden and right. convince people to vote for Biden because right. I feel like he has a general like, especially in this area, mm-hmm. like it's pretty much understood that he's got widespread support. Right. Whereas I think that with Trump supporters, they're like they know, especially like like gun right advocates too. They know they're in the minority, so they mm-hmm. have to go out there and do everything they can to convince you. Yeah. that they're right that's a good point yeah that is and so i i i, th- I think that like trump himself he, he trump was nervous the other like on the debate stage i was yeah. a desperate man yeah because he knows he's I down he just knows he knows he's <laughs> down and this isn't 2016 yeah that's one thing i was going to say that you brought up about 2016 I, there how much how often and how much did you hear in six, 2016 so much of the narrative of of Choosing between two evils mm-hmm. or choosing the lesser of two evils. Yeah. That was constantly being said, constantly being, you know, written about. And it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. People don't think that way on this election, I don't think. No, because Biden doesn't have the baggage yeah. that Clinton, which is why Biden, Trump, was so adamant about trying to make Joe Biden mm-hmm. Hunter Biden. Right. Because... That's the only, that was how he was able to beat Hillary Clinton was cast enough doubt about her about her past and yeah. you know how corrupt she is and all that kind of stuff and, and make her an unpopular person mm-hmm. where you can't really do that with Biden. No. He's a lot cleaner of a candidate mm-hmm. than, than Hillary Clinton, rightfully or wrongfully. Right. Right. I mean, I, I'm not going to we're not going to I don't want to sit here and have a debate about Hillary Clinton's record. She's a very accomplished civil servant and mm-hmm. politician. But. She has a lot, rightfully or wrongfully, she has a lot more baggage than Biden does. So it's going to be a lot harder to get anything to stick to him, especially when it comes to um, (laughs) anything that has to do. Go get him, Harrison. (laughs) Anything that has to do with uh, anything that has to do with 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 Ukraine, especially because there's been bipartisan Senate bipartisan Senate committees have debunked Mm. most of the stuff that, that. that Trump throws out there. Yeah. So, and, and and that's another thing is he's constantly in this debate saying things and Biden's just like, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. And then Biden flips and goes, dude, this is all this guy's he's looking at the camera like mm-hmm. he's a liar. Is that what you want? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, dude, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another powerful moment from the debate. Last thing I'll bring up is um, Biden or Trump attacking Biden's son, Hunter, for his drug use and mm-hmm. drug history and Biden looking dead into the camera and being like, yes, he struggled, but I am proud of him for his recovery. That is so powerful to me. Mm-hmm. I, and I hope to millions of Americans because, you know, drug abuse is a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there are so many people that I went to school with who suffer with drug abuse and, and addiction. And for him to look at the camera and say that he's still very proud of his son and loves his son, that compassion, like, Come on, you have to. And another one more line, sorry, that made me so happy is when Trump is like trying to uh, just stoke this fear of the suburbs and ruining Mm -hmm. the suburbs. And Biden's just like, dude, you wouldn't know the suburbs unless you took an accidental turn somewhere. And I was like, damn, dude. (laughs) So good. 
Mm-hmm. So and, and you know we've talked about this during the Clinton uh, debates how we hate these bumper sticker quotes, mm-hmm. but dude, he's got some good ones. <laughs> Biden had some good ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, I, I last point I'll make about the debates is I don't want them to change the rules. I want that. You want him to display that. Behavior. Well, why? Why are we changing the, the rules? Because. A petulant child can't follow three basic rules. Tell the truth. Don't interrupt. (laughs) And stay within your allotted time. Yeah. Kindergartners are expected to do that. Yeah. And they do it better than he does. And if that man is, is... President Trump and Joe Biden took that stage as an interview to the American people yeah. for an interview for the, posi- for the position of president, the most powerful seat on the planet. And that's the man who showed up and he couldn't even follow the three basic rules that his own campaign agreed to. You think that he's going to then be able to abide by the rules of, I don't know, our government yeah. if given that job again? Yeah. The Constitution's a lot more tricky and the rules are a lot more yeah. complicated than tell the truth, <laughs> <laughs> don't interrupt, and stay and within, stay within your with, stay within your you stay within your lane. Yeah. Uh, visually, you know, he's dude. His suits are always just so like big and baggy. Mm-hmm. With, and the pow- with the power red, with, and he stands <laughs> weird, and he like leans forward, and Biden's just like slim and clean cut, and mm-hmm. he just looked good. Just visually comparing the two, I'm like, I mean, this dude is like an obnoxious and a mm-hmm. child. Yeah. That's our leader. Yeah. He looks, he just looks like he has really smelly hamburger farts. <laughs> dude, I bet he smells weird. Mm-hmm. I could see that. <laughs> Does he actually have a toupee or is that his hair? That's another conspiracy, know? dude. Is So everyone was talking about the Biden wired mm-hmm. and then it was so awesome. Then somebody in this Biden wire feed was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and it was like a split in, in Trump's hair. And there was like a white patch of like, it almost looked like a sticker on his head and his hair. And I'm like, what is that? So, I mean, it's just, you guys got to look up that Biden wired. It's, okay. it's ridiculous. Yeah. I love conspiracy theories. Um, but I've been saying this recently. Everything is a conspiracy theory now. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. Like, I said this on Knuckle Draggers, so this is a very Knuckle Draggers thing to say, but give me a good old-fashioned presidential assassination. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this stupid wired candidate mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it's just like everything. Um, I, I don't know. It's just dumb. It's yeah. dumb. You, the fires. It's got to be a conspiracy. The I like how all of a sudden now that the fires have gone down, there's no more fires. Yeah. Right. If Antifa was really behind it, why would they just stop? Why aren't they still lighting fires? They're out, they're right. out there. They're Jake. Everything's just wet. They're just keep lighting the lighter and nothing catches. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. And, and, and that's another thing. That's a great point to like the way that Trump and his, and his group works is fear, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is so bad and Antifa's trying to burn the world down and actually it didn't really happen and we're okay now. Oh my but God. The angers, but the anger and resentment right, is still there and right. that's still the reality. It's the same that's thing. It's the same thing with the caravans. That's what I was going to say. Right? That's soon, exactly what I was going to say. The, that the caravan's coming. Oh it, my God. And it never showed up. It didn't get... it. it it wasn't what he was saying that it was. And apparently there were supposed to be like ISIS terrorists in yeah. that caravan too. It's just like sneaking in. What? Yeah. It's 
God, they live in their own world. They, they do. Just, they completely live in their own world. And regardless of like being proven wrong, it doesn't matter. They just will shrug it off and still believe it. Yeah. It, it's crazy to me. Little meme that I love. Last thing is I shared it. I don't know if either of you saw it, but it's like we can't let illegals in because they don't pay income tax. Trump's smart for figuring out not how to not pay income tax. $750 I mean, is what he paid. What the hell, dude? Are I'm pretty you serious? Sure, I'm pretty sure the $750 in 19? Yeah. No, sorry, not no, in 2016. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. They released we, Biden's the last year. The three of us paid more in federal income yeah. tax than yeah. our president did. They released Biden's from last year. 300,000. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> but apparently he only he $750. $750. Dude, his hair? Mm-hmm. His a hair 70, right off? A $70,000 <laughs> hair right off. I can't believe that. Yeah. Seventy thousand, dude. If you're spending seventy thousand dollars on that hair, <laughs> shave your head. Apparently, dude. he's really. A, 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 the thing is, is apparently he's very, very proud of that hair. Shave like, your head. Really proud of that hair. I don't know why. He brought it back to life. <laughs> it's a project, dude. It's a science project. Oh man, science doesn't exist. But look at that hair, dude. Tell me, science doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Anyway. Wow. So. He had bad hair even in Home Alone too. Yeah, I got to rewatch that. That's my that's mine and my sister's show. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's oh our yeah. Movie. yeah. Didn't you get a Jake a map? So Jake actually drew the map for me. Oh, that's first. right. Yeah, and then I um I made him one too. Oh, Sarah, who's a way better artist that's than adorable. Me. <laughs> I just did I just did um poster board and colored pencils and my unartistic ass mm-hmm. it was perfect it, it looked terrible sarah actually did like legit it, like it was on a canvas it was painted oh it looked damn. like actual operation <laughs> ho 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 I like that. um whereas me Straight from kevin mine looked terrible but anyway yeah her, uh, she's made me uh, a t-shirt that says happy hanukkah marv and it has a, a picture of that's the rad. guy who plays marv because that's when they when they bust open Duncan <laughs> the chest at Duncan's toy chest when they yeah. slept they stayed the night there and they bust open the cast the cast chest and they're like Merry Christmas Harry and then Marv busts it open and goes Happy Hanukkah Marv yeah. <laughs> so my my sister and I would just we send each other um, memes and Gifts. lines all the yeah. time from it uh, it's pretty much we, my sister and I can have an entire conversation just back and forth quoting different lines from that. I don't even know movie. where that became, like when it that became like thing. our thing. Yeah, yeah, it just did. Well, we always watched it as a kid. Yeah, we always did. And then I think it started when we were both working at Fisherman's because Sarah and I worked for a lot of years together right. at Fisherman's. She was a cashier and I was back in hunting. And uh, there was a super annoying kid <laughs> that had came in. Okay. And he was like one of the worst. And like his dad, like you ever been to Subway? No, I've never been to a Subway. Yes, you have. <laughs> okay, have you ever been to a subway and been behind a, a, a parent who's letting their young kid try to order? Okay. And it's the worst thing ever because a kid like at, at nine years old mm-hmm. doesn't really know what they want. Just order them what you know as the parent. You know what they want and just move on. Because wow, this kid dude. is like... like they they like, oh, that, that, and, th-. and then they're asking questions. And then just like... 
Dude, just give me. Let me get my sandwich so I can go back to work. Dude, you want me to grab your soapbox for a subway Dude, it's ordering? It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. I think you've complained about this before. Not kids particularly, but like just going subway. To a subway and, subway yeah. and ordering a subway in general is the most excruciating thing on the planet, and it's made worse by the general public. Oh, no. Yeah. I just realized. Sorry, Clay and Taryn. Clay and Taryn have been on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> you've got a lot of. Fa- <laughs> My bad. Yeah, I was gonna say you, you, your family far outweighs mine on. The on all, this. We'll get back to that. The only reason I said, thought of Clay is because when Clay was younger, like may, maybe around twelve, eleven, whatever, we took him to Subway, and I don't know if he'd ever been there. And we were like, "All right, dude, order your sandwich." He's like, "Can I get, can I get like a, a sandwich with um." Oh, ham. And the guy looks at him and goes, a ham sandwich? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. So then like, he's going through the condiments and getting everything on there. And then she's like, mayonnaise mustard? And he's like, yeah. And then she's... And then, and then puts mustard on there. And he goes, no. And then she goes, what? And he goes, I hate my life. And we're like, what the hell's wrong? He's like, I hate mustard. And she's like, well, I can take it off. And he goes... It's fine. <laughs> so now we always make fun of him because, like, he, I mean, he couldn't. He, could, he said that to the to the lady mm-hmm. making the sandwich. Like, I hate my life, and she's like, "What did I do?" <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Working at Subway, as Kylie can attest, is like the worst thing on the. Planet. I love Subway. God. You love Subway. I the, love of the Subway. sandwich shops, higher ranking. Don't even it's say it. Slightly above Firehouse, which is a tr- just a garbage can. Firehouse, Firehouse subs is a. Okay, what's above Subway? (laughs) Jimmy John's and Jersey Mike's. I've never had Jersey Mike's. I haven't either. Jimmy John's. I love Jimmy John's. You know I love Mm -hmm. Jimmy John's, but... Okay, Sarah, the <laughs> the bootlegger club from Jimmy oh, John's, yeah, the number four, the, the number fourteen, no veggies, no add veggies, cheese, add cheese. Oh wow, 100%. that is the go-to. Do you like club sandwiches? I do. Do you love club sandwiches? I love them. Oh, okay, that's yeah. good. You're invited back. <laughs> <laughs> the um. The anyway, club sandwich club. Dude. So the kid. <laughs> so the kid. The yeah. kid was awful. He was okay. Tr- atrocious. Yeah. And so my sister's cashiering, and I remember walking up after the kid. I walking up front after the kid left because the hunting counters. Why the was he the store. just obnoxious or just obnoxious? How how old are we talking? Uh, eight or nine. Okay, you just so don't like, like Kevin McAllister age. Okay, he stole a toothbrush. <laughs> and so he comes. Yeah, so he, he I go up front, and I was like that kid. And as he was they were walking out, I was like, I'm gonna murder that kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think is that where it started? I think, it, yep. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it, totally was. Hold on. Do you guys like two more than one? Yes. Oh, for sure. I don't know if that if that's blasphemy or acceptable. What? Oh. Lost movie? in New York? Yeah. Lost in New York's the classic. Dude, you guys are just too young to appreciate one for what it is. We saw Harry? we watched one all the time. I reach the top. <laughs> 2 is amazing because of Marv. Like there are parts in 2 mm-hmm. that with Marv I laugh out loud. So maybe 2 is better. But Marv is amazing. Like I laugh out loud with him in that movie. Dude, dude. <laughs> All right. I I want to go through in my my okay. sorry. What's what Okay, first, what is your favorite quote from Home Alone 2? Um Probably either Happy Hanukkah Marv or um, Harry, 
I've reached the top. Yeah. And then he falls through. I don't yeah. know. Mine is like, it's like st- I use this one all the time. If you, you'll catch this in my like common vernacular all the time, which is sturdy as a rock, huh, Marv? That's <laughs> yeah. when they, they, oh. they, they, they climb out of the yeah, basement and then the whole thing falls over. <laughs> like they're, cause they're stacking old TV boxes on, on themselves. <laughs> my favorite is how many fingers am I holding up, Marv? Eight. <laughs> And, and Harry looks at his fingers when she's holding up two. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Just love that movie. I'll have to watch it and give to. you some quotes because I'm. I think I know. Like I know I love quotes from that movie, but like subtle things. Like I just found one that I, I know that I love. It's uh when they first get out and Harry's like, "Smell that?" And Marv's like, "Yeah." And Harry's like, "You know what that is?" He's like, "Fish." And he's like. It's freedom. He's like, no, it, it's fish. Like it's, it's just freedom subtle and stuff it's like money that. and it's money, right? And it's fish. And it's fish. Just little things like that. I just love five. Just the little, the little conversational things. So yeah. just just the other day, I sent my sister a text message that said, "If you're planning, to, if you're planning, um, if you're planning a trip to New York, what what hotel are you staying at? What hotel are you staying at, Sarah?" <laughs> oh my God, I'm blanking. The Ding Dang Dong oh, Plaza Hotel. Ding Ding Dong. Well, she's like Say the, the world renowned Plaza Hotel. <laughs> Credit card. The world. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> I probably say that more than anything. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm saying it, yeah. I'm like, oh, I do. Credit card. You. Dude, my my friend growing up had that freaking Talkman thing. Really? It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. But it's, it's stupid. I could do that right now as an adult. You guys mind if I practice my cannonballs? <laughs> Every time you go to a pool, you have yeah, to say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, man. Jake, you okay. gave me an assignment at 1 o'clock in the morning I when did. I was asleep. Yeah, so we picked up my sister last night from the airport at 11.30-ish. So, yeah, I was just like, you know, something all three of us like is music, and we all have a very eclectic music taste. So I thought this would be interesting to fill out. Um, it was a list. It's basically like one of those like Facebook lists of fill in a song that has like the uh, color in the title, but just the first one on the list. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, Hey, fill this out. So I don't know how many of you guys all filled out, but mm-hmm. I did all 30. We don't have, to, we don't have to go through all. Yeah. Th- I woke up this morning and I was like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, wait, did Sarah do it too? I'm like, <laughs> I got to get up and do this. I did a few of them in like the, like dead asleep part. Of yeah. <laughs> when yeah. We got okay. Home. I mean, it's hard to remember too. But like, I filled, out, filled out some more. Well, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, Jen, Jake sent me this long ass list of songs I got to come up with. And she's like, okay, what's an example? And I read the first one and she was like, yeah, that song. And I go, that's a perfect song. Mm -hmm. So I made her sit here and give me ideas because she was just quick to to songs Mm -hmm. that she knows. See, that was me. Like I did this in like 10 minutes last night. Really? Yeah. So sorry. Sorry. I I didn't know this (laughs) was going to be as tough for you guys. Jesus. Remind me not to give you some tasks again. <laughs> Never again, dude. Uh, so go ahead. All right. So this first, your thing. So, all right. So music, music ask. I want to share all of this on, so you guys can play along. I'm going to share it on our, uh, say what you mean, social media. Yeah. And I'll post our, I'll post our answers. I'm going to actually, I'm trying, I don't know if you guys have noticed, I am trying to, to do more social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jets, by the way, play tonight uh, on Thursday Night Football. I have never prayed for a Jets loss more in my life Why? than tonight because they're probably going to fire. They'll finally fire their coach if he loses. Oh, you know, <clears throat> knowing that you love the Jets, I like check the score. I always check the score, and I just I, I I've said out loud like 
how the fuck does he do it? <laughs> <laughs> Especially this season. Yeah. They, they've played three games. Yeah. Jeff, they haven't had a lead this season. Dude, I was just like, how does this guy do it? They haven't been competitive. So here's the thing, right? So <laughs> the, I, I, I made a bet. Oh, right? why? I, I made a bet. No, oh, it, was, okay. it was that the Jets were going to lose. Like, right? I was oh, betting okay. against the Jets. It was that um, the, the Jets, the Colts would score first. Regardless of however time they touched the football, the first time the touch the Colts touched the football, mm-hmm. they would be in the lead. Okay. Did you bet someone this? Yes, I okay. said, that, and I said the Jets will never have the Jets will not have a lead in this game. They will the first time the Colts touch the ball on offense, okay. regardless of whether they they take the ball first or take the ball second, they will the Colts will score first, and that will be the closest the Jets will ever be to being in a lead. It was zero zero, and. <laughs> okay. I shit you not. The only way that the Jets could have effed that up was what happened. What happened? The Jets threw a pick six oh. on their first drive. Their first drive? And so the, the Colts offense took the Colts took the lead without their offense even being on the field. And the Jets were never closer than that. Did you bet someone, did you say? Yes. And you won? I lost. Because oh, I said the first time they're off. They. Oh, dude, of course. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Exactly. That's how much I hate my oh, effing team. Oh, dude. Even in failure, they yes. still find a way to let me down. That's another level of failure. <laughs> You're betting against them, and you lost the bet. Not because they won. Not because they won. <laughs> exactly. So sometimes when I bet against them, like the Blazers, and they end up winning, yes. it's good for me. Well, it's great for me. It's great for you because not only did the Blazers win, you also get tacos. Yes. But the Blazers at least get a win. Yes. It's and worth I it. And I sacrifice tacos. I also is... buy myself tacos. So eventually, I mean, I do get tacos even though I paid for them. Right. And the Blazers won. Ouch, this dude. This is just brutal. That is rough. Sarah has been in the house with me when <laughs> Jets have played, and it, it can get loud. Yeah. Oh, what the is elliptical. Yes, the elliptical. That yes. that is an actual thing. That is from I ep- can verify it. Many many a days. That's just so terrible. Going like fifty miles per hour on that elliptical. <laughs> I would love I now they're so but now they're so bad. Like I can't be on an elliptical for four hours. Like I mean, you should try. They have lost by twenty plus points in all three of their games. Twenty plus. Well, not the first game. They oh, lost okay. by like ten in that game. Yeah, but that it wasn't even that close. Brutal, just the, dude. Josh Allen from the Bills is just garbage anyway okay yeah. so to the music thing so number one yeah a song you like with a color in the title oh, yeah. we'll just go quick through this okay yeah go ahead uh, oh i i have yellow by Coldplay. yellow okay what do you got um Did so i think i read the and the question wrong <laughs> okay i was i was thinking like album artwork Oh, oh, that's, that's so one. okay. Sure. Okay, so I chose Coldplay, A Head Full of Dreams, because it's like a kaleidoscope kind of mm. picture, and it's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. But I would have to go with yellow too if it was a color. But that's interesting. You still came up with Coldplay. Came up with Coldplay. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mine sister is, and I think a lot alike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do. Uh, <laughs> apparently, blue and yellow uh, by the Used. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Listen to it, Jake. By the Used. <laughs> Listen to it. Okay. Blue and yellow. Yes. All right. Number two, a song you like with a number in the title. I went with 5 a.m. by Ember Run. Mm. Uh, 21 Guns, song. Green Day. I almost chose that song. <laughs> That's the first song that came up yeah. in my head. Guns. <laughs> but uh, I chose banger. 39 by Queen. Okay. You That's know that song? I do. Oh, 
It's so awesome. You've been listening to a lot of Queen. I've been listening to a lot of yeah, Queen. Yeah, you got an awesome record player for your birthday, yeah. and I'm jealous. A Night at the Opera <laughs> is the album I have, and what I love about record players is it forces you to listen to the album all the way through. You can't skip a track, and so it's, you know, I, I went to this record store, and I just gent- found uh, old, like the first Bad Company album, and there's Bad Company has their hits, mm-hmm. and I love their hits, but now to listen to an album all the way through and mm-hmm. songs I've never heard, I'm like, damn, dude. So it gives me a new appreciation, not only for music, but for the artists mm. and just the way that the, the albums are constructed. So with Queen and Night at the Opera, I know the Queen songs, but now hearing them as they were, mm-hmm. you know, meant to be heard in an album form. I love it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Number three. All right, Sarah, we'll start. Did you answer this one? This is a song that reminds you of Summertime. Oh, yes, I did. Okay. So what is a song that reminds you of Summertime? So I chose Get Along by Kenny Chesney because mm. I listened to that. This past summer, a lot in Colorado, and then the past two summers too. Okay, like every summer. So this is like your it. this is like your summer. That's your, my summer when song. it's summer song. When it's summertime, Kenny Chesney Kenny Chesney's comes coming out. on. Yeah, he has a lot of summer songs. He does. He really likes the beach, and he really <laughs> likes summer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like a majority of his of his songs. All right, and what's 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 next for you, Jeff? I cheated. You did. I couldn't pick a song. Okay, I just picked an artist. Okay, what'd you do? Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a very I, like very youth, yeah. youthful yeah. kind of theme. Yeah. And, yeah, I get it. It's yeah. fun. And That's not cheating. I, I, I like that answer. Yeah. Uh, for me, I went with uh, Island in the Sun by Weezer. Ooh, good song. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Uh, all right. So did you guys fill this one out? A song that reminds no. you of someone you would rather forget about? I did not. I, I could did. not think you of one. You did? Okay. What do you got, Sarah? So, um, it's, so I chose Redbone by Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Um, or like really any... Um, like Chris Evans songs. Is Chris Evans a country singer? Yeah. Okay, I don't know who. Because of Cameron. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> we don't have to get into it. We don't have to. Uh, <laughs> we'll is, just skip over the reasoning. Yeah. Mine is uh, "Find a Way" by Safety Suit, and for the same reason, we're just going to move on. Um, the see, that's why I didn't answer this question. <laughs> uh, the, the okay. So number what I got here five a song that needs to be played loud. Did you guys do this one? Of mm-hmm. course. Okay. What do you got? Me? Mm-hmm. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. You can't listen to that no, quietly, without, dude. Yeah, it's got to be on 11. There's no way mm-hmm. you listen to that quietly. All right, Sarah, what do you got? Um, I have Could Have Been Me by The Struts. I don't know that one. Me neither. By The Struts. The is that Struts. like an alternative band? It is. It's like okay. an alternative kind of like. <laughs> <Sounds> so old. <laughs> is, that an, <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that one of them alternative <laughs> bands? <laughs> That was oh, awesome. Thought the kids listening to Hipper yeah. Snappers. Uh, okay, okay, I'll have to check them out. The they're, struts. Yeah, they're good. The struts. Okay. I'm gonna have struts. to listen to all the songs on this list. All right. I'll maybe I'll make a playlist on uh, Spotify. All right. So, photograph for by Def Leppard for me. Oh yeah. That's my song. That's your song. All right. Uh, number six, a song that makes you want to dance. Oh come on, Eileen. Yeah. 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 That one. That is Sarah's song. <laughs> Uh, I have a whole dance routine to uh, it. Oh, that's a who sings okay. "Come On Eileen"? Is that the is that the oh, Dixie God. Midnight Runners? Yes, yes, yep. I don't know what you guys are talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know the song, but how do you know the artist? Jake, ha- his brain. He knows uh, yeah. things. He's got knowledge in there. He Just does. Little Jake running around through these files. I'm thinking of Inside Out now. There you go. Oh, that is a good movie. That's a great movie. All right, what do you got? Oh, what are we on? Yeah. Uh, we're on song, uh, oh, okay. song that makes you dance. Passionate by Backstreet Boys. 
It's on their oh, newest album. Yes, I've listened to that. Dude, with my bass in my car, I dance hard <laughs> to you? that song. That's that awesome. song is so good. Uh, I went with uh, Your Love Keeps Lifting Me Higher by Jackie oh. Wilson, which is the... Uh, Isn't that from Ghostbusters It is. Yep. <laughs> Your love keeps lifting me higher. Yes. <laughs> than I've ever yes. lifted before. Yeah, that's a good All one. Right. Uh, <laughs> next one, a uh, song, uh, song to drive to. Did you guys fill this one out? Yeah, it's yeah. uh I picked Let's Ride by MXPX. Okay. Yeah. Uh it was that on the album that you sent me? When we were doing no, the CJ one? No, okay, it's on their most recent then. album. It is, okay. Yeah. MX that's like that's your band. Uh I've seen them fourteen times. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry, what about you? Did you fill this one out? Yeah. Okay. Um I chose Days Like This by Van Morrison. Mm. It's just very mm. easy. Yeah. Yeah. So you went with the easy song. I did. Yeah. Okay. I went with one that's kind Mine's of a beat. It's this one yeah. is if there's one on my list that I'm not proud of, it's this one, but Uh-oh. it's Castle on the Hill by Ed Sheeran. Dude, I love, I love that, song. that song. Yeah. It's I a great love song. That, that, song. that is a song that when you're going on Castle, a road trip and you, you make yeah. that you make that la- you make that first lane change into the left lane and you know you're gonna be in the left lane for a while and you hit about eighty and that song's going mm-hmm. and you're heading towards a destination, that's pretty cool <laughs> feeling. All right. Uh, it's it's Castle on the Hill. Castle on the Hill. <laughs> Castle. When I was six years old, I Constant. broke my leg. Such a good song, dude. <laughs> it's such a good song. Okay. Um, that song? Is, mm-hmm. There's a few songs. Out, like Paramore, for some reason, in the used, they always inspire me to write and want to create music whenever I hear them. Ah, that okay. song is one song that makes me want to write. I mm, don't know why. Interesting. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, okay. So a song about drugs or alcohol? <laughs> I don't uh, do neither. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I went with You and Tequila by Kenny Chesney and Grace Potter. It's a you song. and Tequila. Okay. Anyway, uh, what do you got? Oh, Go ahead. Um, I have Gold Dust Woman by Fleetwood Mac. I don't know that either. I don't know any of these. I know Fleetwood guys. Mac. I just don't know that song. Okay, so my song is not about drugs, but the title is about drugs. Okay. And I only know this because I know the artist personally. Mm. So... <laughs> The song is called I'll Go Until My Heart Stops. The song is not about that. It's by 36 Crazy Fists. Um, but the title is about cocaine. Mm. And it's actually a quote from somebody. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> they were just binging on coke one night. And they were like, dude, you should chill out. And he's like, I'll go until my heart stops. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting story. <laughs> and we're moving on. Uh, a song that makes you happy. Go ahead, Jake. Uh, Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Mm, that's mm, a good song. Okay. Um, Beautiful Anyway by Judah and the Lion. Judah oh, and the that Lion. Is a great song. I know. I sent that to you mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Yeah, you did. Judah and the Lion is like my new favorite band. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have to check. They've been around. For They're a while, really good. I'm gonna make They're this really playlist because I don't know any. They're I mean, I know of, the songs, but I don't know the songs. They're one of the. Um, they're one of those alternative bands. But I can't, oh, I don't know if they're Christian or not because they have a lot of, um, like, hmm. Judah songs. The, yeah, Judah and the Lion even sounds biblical. It doesn't it? Like, I'm there's sure just some is. parts that, yeah, it's it might be like a little bit. I don't think it's like an actual Christian, like, rock band, but. Well, like, <laughs> Lifehouse is technically a Christian band, so is Switchfoot, but you wouldn't really you consider wouldn't their that. music, like, Christian yeah. messaging. Anyway. Did you have a song that makes you happy? 
Is it Happy? Yeah. Is that the one we're on? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Downtown by Macklemore. Oh, oh my gosh. Sarah <laughs> and I, yeah, we <laughs> used to bop that all the Dude, time. Dude, I want a moped so bad. Yes. <laughs> $500 was a heck of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Downtown. Yeah. Cruising through the alley. <laughs> okay. Um, song makes you sad. I went with uh, Before You Go by Lewis Capaldi. Oh, yeah. That shit's one. a heartbreaker. That That's makes it. you sad. Oh, dude, this is uh, this is depressing. All right, what do you got? Uh, Emotionless by Good Charlotte. Uh, it's about not having a dad. <laughs> it's a sad song. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. like there's um there's a lot of like he has a lot of songs that are about they, I think his, they do because the twin brothers are in it. Oh, okay. and their dad just bailed on him. So they have a lot of like references to their dad just mm-hmm. bailing on their family and stuff. I didn't know so. there was twin brothers in the band. What? Benji and Joel? Is that the bass player? No, he's a guitar player. Guitar player. Benji plays guitar. Joel's the lead singer. Uh, is that the guy that wears really thick eyeliner? They both used to. Okay. They all did, actually. Yeah. All right. Never, on, bro. never mind. <laughs> okay. There okay. he goes, sounding old uh, again. Okay, I know very much so. All right, Sarah, what do you, uh, what was the song that makes you sad? Uh, Nobody Knows by the Lumineers. Oh yes, really any song by the Lumineers. That was one of mine. Mm-hmm. But that was one knows. of the songs that I. That was the first song, I went, and they said it best. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. The one that you said reminds you yep. of like Dexter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, okay, next one is uh, a song that you never get tired of. <sighs> what number is that? That is number eleven. Um, Santeria by Sublime. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a. Uh, so back in the day, um, with a rock band, mm. um, uh, I would always, I'd be like, you know, there's a drum guitar. I'd be like, give me the mic for this one. That's one I love to really? sing on that. Okay. Game. Yeah. And you can actually sing. No, I can't. Unlike me. Next. Okay. What about, oh, sorry. What about yeah, you? Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, Vienna by Billy Joel. Oh, mm. I was listening to Billy Joel the other day. Love Billy Joel. Good choice. Uh, for me, it's uh, After Midnight by Blink-182. I listen to that pretty much oh, every day on my way to work. Dude, the first time I ever heard that, they it was live. Mm-hmm. And just that beat, yeah. the intro beat with Travis, a little his little music tidbit when, here. When he <laughs> when he hit dude, when he he like flutters a stick on the on the, the, the hi hat. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so he was just practicing that beat. It was for another song for like a rap artist and Mark and Tom were like, "What is that?" And he's like, "Oh, just something I'm working on." They're like, "No, we're using it." Mm-hmm. And they used it for that song. Nice. The first time I heard it was live, dude. I was like, "What is this song?" <laughs> it was so. Dude, good. It was a total Jack Black music, song? Jack Black moment by you right there. Oh. That was remind. It reminds me of uh, of School of Rock, which it is one of my favorite movies of all time. An amazing. Yeah, I love that song. Good choice. Yeah, the music video is even really good too. Oh yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. they made a music video for that. Yeah. Um, um. So next one we got is a song from your preteen years. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Weird by Hanson. Okay. That song is one of the greatest songs ever written. Hanson? Weird mm-hmm. by Hanson. Okay. It's it's a it's when they were it's on their first when album. When they were kids. Dude. And he sings it and they play it now and it's still just as beautiful, but Weird is just an amazing song. I'll have to listen Hanson. to that because I like Hanson. Dude, Weird is so good. Uh what about you, Sarah? Um, uh, so you know about my emo um phase in mm-hmm. my preteen mm-hmm. years yes. yes so any song by red jumpsuit apparatus oh, I was gonna say red jumpsuit. like girls cute is what we aim for Emo. E- mm. well it's 
But the thing is, is that I didn't listen to like the real like screamo stuff. So like I tried so hard mm. to be in like I love that stuff. emo, but like it was I didn't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it was "I Want It That Way" by Backstreet Boys. Ah. What is the question? Song from your preteen. <laughs> oh, I so I instantly thought like Backstreet Boys, but then I was like, what is one that just like I remember just listening to all the time? It was Backstreet Boys is always best, mm-hmm. but. Hanson Weird is freaking amazing. Yeah. Uh, all right. One of your favorite songs from the 80s. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Go ahead, sir. Um, I have Take On Me by AHA. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a classic. That's I went classic. with uh, Rock of Ages by Def Leppard. How many times you got Def Leppard on that's this? The sec- that's the second and last time. <laughs> <laughs> second and last time. <laughs> uh, I, it's okay. Blink comes up multiple times. Um, mine is PYT by Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty young thing. I P-Y-T. love that song. Okay. Uh, a song that you want played at your wedding. Mm. Wait, no. Did I do that right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Number uh-huh. 14. Yep. Can I choose one that was played at my yeah, wedding? Yeah, I was going to say you're married. Yeah, so which would... <laughs> uh, Can't Help Falling in Love by yeah, Elvis. That's your no, guys' that's that's guys song. Yeah. Sorry, about, what about you? Um, Young Heart by Mickey Ratsula. I have no I idea what that is. I don't know what that one is. She um, she's only has a few songs, but she's really good. I heard about her from Sydney. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... I'll, just for listeners, mm-hmm. um, I'll put. Well, I'll make the playlist and then I'll share it on our Instagram story so that you can just click the link to the actual playlist. Oh, that's gonna be a lot easier than yeah. what I was trying to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Wilderness by John Bryant. I mean, I'll need everybody's list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'll get them to you. The Wild, dude. I don't know any of these songs. You probably would never have heard this song. How do like, you know it? Uh, I came across my Spotify like oh. just like loop. Okay. Um, all right. So next one is a, a song that is a cover by another artist. Oh, easy. What did you go with? Uh, this is me by Newfound Glory. Okay. The yeah. cover mm-hmm. from The Greatest yes. Showman. Yep. It's yeah. so amazing. I I think they did a better job than the original. I think so too. Mm-hmm. It's so freaking good. Uh, what about you, Sarah? Um, probably Landslide by the Dixie Chicks, covering for Fleetwood Mac. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. And I th- I love the Dixie Chicks version of that. I know, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the For me, it's uh, Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel, and oh. they covered by Disturbed. You like the Disturbed version? No, I like Simon and Garfunkel. but it, It's not a cover, but you're saying No, but I, d- I do like Disturbed. I'm I'll, disturbed by that. Okay. I do, like the <laughs> I, dis- <just laughs> I do like the Disturbed version, but I like Simon and Garfunkel's version better. Okay. But I like that they covered it. Okay. Okay. Fine, I cheated. I'll allow it. Sue me. I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, what did I... um, Oh, a song that you would do a duet. Oh, what is your favorite classical song? Oh, yeah. Do you have one? Yeah. Okay, what do you got? Uh, Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven. Oh, I'm glad I didn't pick that because I was going to... Because then we would have had the same one. That's okay. That's like number two. We can have the same one. I did Claire de Lune by uh, Debussy. I don't know it. You'll, you'll, I'm you'll, sure I know you'll, it. You'll, but I don't you'll, if know when you it. hear it, you'll know it. What about you, Sarah? Do you have a favorite classical song? So, classical is considered just instrument, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so, perfect by the piano guys. Oh. They, mm. Yeah, they covered, okay. uh, they covered perfect. Yeah. I love piano guys. I mm-hmm. listen to them pretty much nonstop. All right. Uh, what do we got here? A song um, from the year. Oh, no. A song you would sing a duet with on karaoke. I did Islands in the Stream by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Jeez, that's a good one. Um, 
I put Bohemian Rhapsody because that's the only song I've ever sang mm-hmm. at karaoke, and I did it with all my buddies, and we've done it multiple times. So that's the only that's okay. the natural choice. Sure. Um, probably I got you, babe. If I look at us. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Alrighty. Um, what do we got here? Uh, a song from the year you were born. <laughs> oh, I don't know that one. What, like 92? Sarah was born in 94. 94? 94. Oh, my word. <laughs> I was born in 90. Uh, 90? For me, I chose Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on for one more day. That's such a good um, song. Dude, I can't. I can't. Like, it's... I didn't even choose a song. I mean, it's a song that I like, but I mean, mm-hmm. 86 is like... 86, dude. But I chose Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Nice. <laughs> so old. Johnny used to work on the docks. Yeah. I heard. I heard that. And the unions has been on strike. <laughs> um, all right. Do you have a one from 1994? So I cheated on this one because okay. I don't know the actual dates. So I looked it up and just kind of mm-hmm. found a song I liked. But Yeah, that's what I did um, too. I'll Stand By You by The Pretenders. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, next one is a song that makes you think about life. A song that makes you think about what number is that? That uh, is. Oh yeah, I got it. Number nineteen. Yeah, I've talked about this on on other uh, other segments of they said it best, but it's uh, when I was young by Blink One Eighty Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great song. Uh, for me, it was it's uh, Saturn uh, sleeping at last. Sleeping at last is the band. Saturn is the is the name of the song. Hmm. Okay. They're a really good band. They're I don't know. They're very instrumental, but they have this. Their their singer is amazing, Saturn. and they have this whole. Uh, I'll have to one check of that their out. their albums is called Astronomy, and each song is titled after one of the planets. Oh, that's in the solar cool. System. Yeah. And then. Uh, and then they have like one that's called the like then they have the moon and the sun. Too. We do love astronomy. We here. do love astronomy. I think you'd Club like it. Club sandwiches and astronomy. <laughs> so my phone has died, so I'm gonna need you guys to read the the rest of oh, the okay. the numbers. But you guys still have to, what is a song that makes you think about life? Um there's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh Dear Marie by um John Mayer. I don't know that song. I know John Mayer. I don't know that song. <laughs> it's on one of his newer albums. Okay. Yeah. Wait, why does it make you think about life? Um, because he's thinking about kind of like his past self while he is in his like new life. Mm. So what's it called? Uh, Dear Marie. Dear Marie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I chose Hard to Say by The Used. Okay. Yep. All right. And the next one I think is a song that has multiple meanings. Wait, did what did you say? I said Saturn by Sleeping at Last. Oh, that was that one. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what what number? Are we number on? twenty. Number twenty is a song that has many meanings to you. Uh, for me, it was Into the Ocean by Blue October. Wait, number twenty. I think I missed one. When I was young, was a song that makes me think of nineteen. I think I screwed up. Oh. oh, no, no, no. Many meanings to me was hard to say. Sorry. Hard to say. Okay. Yes. The the many, uh, the many things that I was thinking about life was when I was young, I said that. Okay. Okay. So the one that has many meanings to mm-hmm. me is hard to say. Hard to say. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. What about you, Sarah? 
Um, so really any song by Judah and the Lion. Um, check them out. Yeah, they're yeah. amazing. But probably Take It All Back. By uh, them? Mm, by them. Okay. That's, a cl- that's a good one. That's yeah. one of the better ones. Uh, what's the next one? 21. Uh, nope. 20. Yeah, 21. 21. A song, a favorite song with a person's name in the title. I went with Stacy's mom from Fountains <laughs> of Wayne. <laughs> Classic. I just want to see you jam to that. Yeah, it's in your yeah. head now. Yeah, it is. It? Yeah. Uh, mine was Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Stacy, do you remember when I mowed your lawn? <laughs> mowed your lawn. Yes. Thank yes. you. <laughs> uh, what do you have, Sarah? Um, so it could be a state, but it's also a name. Georgia okay. by um, Hanson. Uh, Vance Joy. Listen to Georgia by oh, Hanson. I l- Georgia by Vance Joy is one of my favorite songs. Georgia okay. by Hanson is what got me back into Hanson. I, I Jen was a huge Hanson fan, and she was like, "Oh, I love Hanson." I'm like, "Like mm, Bob Hanson?" She's like, "No, no, no." <laughs> no and no, she no. showed me Georgia, and I was like, "Wait, oh, is that the same song by Vance Joy? God. Is Vance Joy? Did they cover a Hanson?" I don't know. Hansen? Okay, well, we'll have to listen. They to might both have. Of them. Yeah. Let me check. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vance Joy, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. No, different song. Yeah, okay. you should check it out. Um, people love Georgia. There's a old, old band, Bad Company song about Georgia. Hmm. Um, and then there's Midnight Train to Georgia by um, <laughs> Gladys Knight. A song that moves you forward. Number 22. Uh, I Am by a band called Satsang. This Satsang? Mm-hmm. What's okay. that? What is that? Uh, it's a song that uh, I used for image number seven in my oh, okay. photography project. Okay. Uh, you should give it a listen. I will. For people who really struggle with mental health it's a it's a song that uh really builds you up that's tight yeah yeah i think you'd like it 22 sarah song that moves you forward um ends of the earth by um lord huron mm, lord huron is a good band i love him no idea what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> uh mine is who i am hates who i've been by reliant k oh, okay yeah, yeah. I know who I know. I know. I like Reliant K as well. The best. A song that you think everyone should listen to. So I went a little political with mine. Duh, so did I. (laughs) Mine was The Times They Are a Changing by Bob Dylan. Oh, Oh, great pick. Mm -hmm. Great pick. Uh, I picked uh, Sleep Now in the Fire by Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did Young Blood by Noah Kahan. That's a good song. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I don't know any of this. <laughs> That's why I'm writing them down. Yeah, write them down so I can <laughs> I can listen and jam out. Um, a song by a band you wish were still together. Peaceful, easy feeling by the Eagles. You wish the Eagles were still together? Mm-hmm. Why? Because they made really good music when they didn't hate each other. <laughs> Even when they hated each other, they still made good music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and one of them's dead now, so. Yeah. yeah. Mine was um, What It Is to Burn by Finch. Okay, I've 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 listened to one of the Finch Finch songs. songs yeah, I don't, they I were on one of my one. choices. Mm-hmm. That's why. Um, but yeah, they, I liked them. Dude, they're so freaking good. And they broke up, and now I'm sad. Uh, Sarah. Um, NSYNC is not together anymore, right? Right. No. Yeah. So bye, bye, bye. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a good pick. That is a good pick. It's gonna be man. Could you imagine <laughs> if uh, if if uh, Justin was still like doing NSYNC? I wish they would. <laughs> I wish. They- Dude, freaking Joey Fatone imagine? was on Mass Singer and he killed it. Yeah. I F- knew it was. Fatone him, was though. also on Dancing with the Stars. 
a long time ago. AJ's on Dancing with the Stars this Yeah, season. he sucks. Does he? Yeah, he's not good. What about Carol Baskin? She's bad. I know. She's yeah. gone. She got booted. Did she? Yeah. Um, <laughs> stupid. Uh, a song by an artist who is no longer living. Rave On by Buddy Holly. Okay. Good pick. Oh, geez. I'm sorry, guys. No worries. I don't know this one. Uh, mine is Thug's Mansion by Tupac. Okay. Have you heard that? No. Dude, it is amazing. Really? There's, It's over acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. He, okay. He's rapping over the acoustic guitar. It's. I remember the first time I heard it, my buddy Chris showed me at my brother's bachelor party, and I'm like, play that nine more times. And I'm not joking. I made him play it like nine more times. <laughs> play it nine okay. It was so good. Um, I think the next one is a song that makes you want to fall in love. Mm. In the Stars by Brandon Jenner. Who's Brandon Jenner? He's a Jenner. Like Chris Jenner? Yeah. Like Bruce Jenner? Yes. No, same Jenners? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah, he's a singer and he's really good. Oh wow! Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what's her name? Like Caitlyn Jenner. Like Caitlyn Jenner. Oh wow! That same Jenner family. That's wild. That's yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Brandon Jenner uh, okay. in the stars. Listen to the acoustic version. Okay. Yes. Acoustic or acoustic? Acoustic. Okay. Acoustic. <laughs> acoustic. Acoustic. Like pool. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He plays it with Very a pool cue. Okay. Yeah. He's just batting a stick on the table, <laughs> singing over it. It's uh, it's it's revolutionary. Okay. It's changing the music industry. Uh, my pick for a song that makes me want to fall in love is "Wonderful Tonight" by Eric Clapton. I don't know. I don't know that song. Wow, dude. I'm pretty sure you know that song. Okay. Right. Pretty sure you know that song. If All you right. don't, you might be out okay. of the club club. Out of the club club. <laughs> just, but I'll just be in the club. But just not in the club. Not club. the club sandwich club. Oh, this is grounds that's, for getting you out. That's the oh, most important club. That's the most important <laughs> club there is in the world. In the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a song for love? Uh, yeah. Can't help falling in love by Elvis. Oh, which, classic. Yeah. It's been yeah. on the list. It's been it's, on the list that's twice now, Elvis. Yep. Um. So number twenty-seven is a song that breaks your heart. Fast car, Tracy Chapman. I think you've said that before. Mm-hmm. It was yeah on an episode on the episode when before I went into uh, impatient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you have one for that, Sarah? Um, no, but really, any song by the Lumineers. The Lumineers are are like who I go to for any like if I'm feeling sad. Mm-hmm. They are like who I listen to. Sleep on the floor. Are they like Sleep down the or slow songs? One. They. Yeah. Are they? They're slow. So Don't I mean, you they do have that? a couple yeah. of. They have a couple of like. Oh yeah, that's the problem. When I when I'm down, I listen to down. I oh yeah, I so do, do I. That. I think I try to listen to upbeat stuff when I'm down. Like Moonlight Sonata, that is a downer song, right? But I'm not gonna listen to that when I'm down. I'm gonna listen to that when I'm like, I don't know when I would listen to that really, but I I do love it. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Down, down, down. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> I um, asked. Um, a song that breaks your heart is "All That I've Got" by The Used. Yeah, you really like The Used, dude. He's probably one of the best <laughs> lyricists of all time. Well, he used to be. I don't know if he is anymore, but mm. whatever. Actually, the new album is really good. Um, a song by an artist with a voice that you love. So this is the f- I, he's my current favorite artist, and mm-hmm. he's only appeared once on this list. But it's. Uh, 
Uh, the Flood by Joshua uh, Hislop. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so I did not pick a song because you cannot pick a song. I, I said this the other day. I don't think I ever appreciate him enough. And I don't even think it's possible for me to appreciate this person enough. It's impossible. Mm. As much as I say and rave about this person, it's still not deserving of this voice. And it's Freddie Mercury and Queen. He is one of the greatest singers of all time. And I just, I'm, I'm amazed. Just when I hear him sing, I, I, everything, I don't care about anything else going on. Like, it's, it's just like his voice oh. and live. It's incredible. It's, I, I wish people could still sing like, I mean, I know people can, but like rock bands, they're all auto-tuned and they're all fixed. And it's more about a performer. And he was not only a performer, but just an, a phenomenal singer. Anyway, sorry. That's You're fine. Nope. Even though everything I just said mm-hmm. still isn't enough <laughs> for, for Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Um, I love Ed Sheeran's voice. Mm, so, yeah. um, and he was incredible live. Yeah. Um, so he sounded the same live, mm-hmm. I feel like as he did in his albums. Yeah. So, but I mean, one of my all time, it's huge. Yeah. One of my all time favorite songs of his though is dive, mm. um, on his divide. Album. So I was saying this the other day to Jen is English singers, man. I don't know what it They're is, incredible. but they can sing. Uh, I can't remember the name of uh, the singer from Bad Company, but he's English, and I think he's English. Mm-hmm. They just got great voices. What the hell? Yeah. I don't know. It's unfortunate. <laughs> um, a song that you remember from your childhood. Mm, King oh. of the Road by Roger Miller. Yeah. <laughs> King of the Road. I don't I can, know that. Uh, we, uh, It's an old like country beat. Okay. Um, Mine's uh, Donna by Richie Valens. Okay. Yeah. 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 My dad used to jam Richie Valens all the time. Uh, any song by Faith Hill. Okay. I yeah. used to just sit in the back seat of mom and dad's car with my little uh, headset CD player and just listen to Faith Hill. Okay. Uh, last one. You ready? Yep. A song that reminds you of yourself. So I fell asleep. <laughs> I just realized I fell asleep in, <laughs> before I was able to fill this out. Uh, so you, you come back to me. Okay. Okay. Sarah. Um, I fell asleep too. So you're first. Oh, I fell asleep too. (laughs) (laughs) I cheated, dude. Okay. I cheated on this answer. All right. My song choice is We Will Call This Lovely by Splash Attack. Your own song. My own song and my own own lyrics. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, A song that reminds me of myself. Okay. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... um, Bringing sexy back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's uh, shit? Um, what's to come by Joshua Hislop? Okay, that's a good song. Okay. Um, so I really like EDM, um, and so I've really been getting into them lately. I've been that genre lately. So I've mm-hmm. been listening to like a lot of Elenium, um, a lot of um like Griffin and said the sky. And so, um, feel something by Elenium and excision, um, is definitely probably my answer. For that I one. don't know those, but great change up there. 
Thanks. My sister took me to Bass Nectar one time. She was like, you want to go to Bass Nectar? And I was like, well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> like, I was not into EDM. But, I mean, I like some Skrillex songs. But I was like, sure. So we go. And, dude, I wore the, I was wearing a hat. And the bass was so gnarly. It was, like, vibrating yeah. <laughs> the hat off my head. It was crazy. And everyone was, like, half naked. Yeah. Yeah. Raves are. And um, it was wild. Yeah. It's crazy. But there was one artist that he had like a, like the EDM, he was doing, doing like a DJ, like doing the beats. Mm -hmm. And then there was a guitar player who was just soloing over the beats. It was amazing. So, hmm. I don't know. It was interesting. Okay. Fun game, Jake. Thank you. Yes. I'm surprised we did all 30. But they said it best. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be late for work. Get out of my house. All right. We got to get going. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Sarah, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. And you can come on anytime. It's always fun to have guests and change it up a little bit. We did yeah. talk a lot of politics, though. We did. But it's important. We had to. You got to freaking vote, you idiots. Yes, please vote. If you vote, it doesn't. If you vote, it'll all work out. Did you see I stole your post? You did. I, I appreciated you sharing that. I TM'd it. You did? Yeah, Trademarked you, it? Yeah, if you look at the end, I put a little T. Oh, in. I saw that, yeah. 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 So, I'll give you props you. without giving you props. It makes me sound smarter than I am when I steal your stuff. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Thank you.